0: Hey everybody, it's Charles, Corey here, at the Coast of the Mark podcast, here on SummerSlam weekend. Hey! Lots going on. The biggest event of the summer! Yeah.
1: Is it event, they say?
0: Um, the biggest
1: spectacle of the summer? What? No, there's a word. The biggest something of the summer.
0: I think it, it probably is now. It's probably event. Um, the biggest big event of the summer. It used, to, I mean, like, SummerSlam used to be such a huge deal. It is still a huge deal. I mean, you were talking, though, that, like, SummerSlam doesn't seem to have the hype that it's had. In
1: no, the past. no, no, no. Here, here's, it is obvious that SummerSlam is the second biggest show of the year as far as wrestling goes. I the never Royal Rumble. that's really
0: true. Like, well, I mean, the Royal Rumble's a gimmick. Yeah, but it sets up WrestleMania.
1: Agreed. Well, WrestleMania is a spectacle. Uh-huh. The Royal Rumble is a gimmick. Yeah. Survivor Series is a gimmick. Yeah. In my opinion, SummerSlam is the second biggest wrestling show. No, no, no. I think SummerSlam should be the closest thing to an indie show is possible as it is 100 percent filtered through in ring work.
0: Yeah. So traditionally, like SummerSlam was always where you would see some of your greatest in in ring matches in history.
1: That's because WrestleMania is going to be a spectacle. Cause there's a difference between sports entertainment and wrestling. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like the pinnacle of sports entertainment is WrestleMania. Close behind that is Royal Rumble survivor series. I think is supposed to be over there,
0: but it kind of is usually, it's like, it's it's, like It doesn't know what it's trying to do. Well, the problem with survivor series is that, uh, you know, and it's been talked about, but, uh, Vince McMahon, at one point in time, was a uh, he was as big in tag team wrestling as anybody else in the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's been talked about that at, at the first Survivor Series, you had a five on five tag team Survivor Series match. So that's five tag teams. ten people on each team, twenty people in the match, the entire apron. Essentially, yes, yeah. absolutely, hundred percent right. Yeah. Uh, the entire apron <laughs> yeah. was guys waiting to get tagged in, and you had five tag teams on one side and five tag teams, and it on was the elimination
1: style too. Yes, so it's a so it's long yeah. match,
0: yeah, and but you had, you know, you had the Hark Foundation, you had the British Bulldogs, you had the Killer Bees, you had the Fabulous Rougeos yeah.
1: It was just a way to get
0: the high top top tier all in one match at the same time. Only way you would ever see that, but it also emphasized how deep the tag team roster was at the time. That you could have yeah. a ten team match yep. going on because you, I mean, like it's not an option. Could you name? Yeah, I mean, like, could you name ten tag teams in WWE right now if you weren't pulling from Raw and SmackDown and NXT and? If you know, I had to pull from individual brands, I couldn't. If I had to do
1: Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, I could pull ten totally. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's the thing. Is like, it's, but it's a non workable. It's a non workable. Exactly. Now, because you couldn't do it. yeah. Because, like, brand split, for one thing, you exactly. know, like, yep. it basically means we have essentially five tag teams per show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of close. Well, I mean, so, Raw, we could say, you've got Authors of Pain, you have the Deleters of Worlds, but yeah, Matt Hardy's done. Titus yeah. Worldwide! The B-Team, current champions. Yep. Revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anderson and Gallo's still on Raw they're not with yeah they are there okay i think maybe primo and epico are still there just they don't get matches well, their last match was on NXT okay so so then the smackdown side usos bludgeon brothers new day new day sanity sanity
1: um Breeze angle no, no injury was going on uh, yeah uh wow so we move.
0: I mean, we got to be missing one. I mean, I'm uh, like, I'm sure there is, but here's my, I mean, like. But I think anyway, it's a, it's a we can't even point. think of them. It's a very good point when you can't bring to mind when there's a tag team championship on a brand and you can't name four teams that could compete for it. Exactly. Well, compete for it is the real, the real part there because
1: I can think of four teams, period. Seamus and Cesaro. The there ball we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's weird. So Survivor Series now is just very tarnished and very... Well, so the, well, the, the,
0: uh, the problem with it is that Vince McMahon is a huge believer in uh, not going with tag team wrestling as much anymore because he thinks that superstars are better built as individuals and they're more merchandisable and... I agree with that. I don't. I do it I don't I do because the, I think... I mean... I think the Undisputed Era... Sells more merchandise and is more popular as a group than even Adam Cole would be as a single star. Yeah, but I think he, but Vince
1: thinks mega star. The Undisputed Era does not sell more merch than John Cena. No, and but if John means, Cena the joined Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era wouldn't now sell John Cena. The ceiling is higher. For super single
0: stars. But what what New Japan understands and what AAA and CMLL understand that Vince McMahon has lost sight of is that you can't simultaneously be building every member of your roster to be your solo superstar. Well, exactly. You can't be doing that. And the thing is... But Vince believes he can, so the product
1: is a reflection of that thought.
0: It is. And as a result, where you had... Guys like Jim The Anvil-Nightheart, rest in peace, Anvil, uh, in peace. passed away this week. You had him playing a role that allowed Brett the Hitman Hart to grow into his personality and to adapt his ring technical style to the WWE style, and it allowed him time to adapt and evolve and become Brett the Hitman Hart, who would go on to be your world champion. To be fair, though, I think
1: I think Vince, and I, I'm going to give Vince credit here, although he has his flaws, he is more locked into the game and long, and shows he actually knows what he's doing more often than not. It's just the internet community knows a vocal minority. Like everyone, I mean, think of all the times they release a wrestler and everyone's like, this guy's going to be great somewhere else, and he's actually not. Damien Sandow's probably the best example. But uh, so Vince McMahon right now, Right when you had to let Bret Hart grow and all those guys grow because everyone's homegrown talent and They have a long way to go. That's not Casey anymore. They're pulling these dudes from NXT They're pulling these dudes from the independent teams. These dudes are already really good They don't necessarily need to learn and grow another character and even farther than that is most of these guys nowadays are just coming in with the same character they had on The Independence.
0: Okay. I, so you don't
1: need to grow a character. Here's
0: what I'm going to say. Best example I can think of is our boy Dolph Ziggler. Our boy. If he had been in a situation where he could have been half of the Rockers or the Hart Foundation mm-hmm. or a team, an old school tag team like mm-hmm. that, could have spent four or five years – Working with another wrestler who helped him develop, Mm -hmm. and maybe somebody who could be because Dolph is great when he's hot. Dolph could have been the hot, he could have been the Robert Gibson hot tag guy in a modern day Rock and Roll Express, and it could have maybe taught Dolph to sell a little bit less. Because he's got somebody else that he can rely on to do a lot of the selling in the match too.
1: Well, he has Drew McIntyre right now, and he's Drew McIntyre does it doesn't himself. sell anything. Exactly, Drew McIntyre
0: don't sell nothing. That's why I think it would have been great. Drew, Drew McIntyre couldn't sell water in a drought. Right. <laughs> so I think it would have been great if Dolph had four or five years to spend in a tag team, like the Spirit Squad. Well, that that was, I mean, the Spirit Squad. I think it's a great example of how Vince sees how that type of thing goes, because the Spirit Squad existed for a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't give these indie guys and these trainees a chance to. I mean, like Mikey was actually the most developed professional wrestler on that entire group. Nikki, I don't was.
1: actually know anything about Spirit Squad. I just have seen the clips of him being cheerleaders.
0: Yeah, that's before. Me. It was a group of. It was a group of male cheerleaders. Uh, Did they ever get Ws? Um, I mean, it like on on the actual on their actual in ring ability, no. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, if you've given Dolph the chance to be in a tag team for four or five years, let him grow as a performer, and then you hot shot him out as a singles star, I think it could have done a lot better for him in his singles runs to be that guy who's had some time in a tag team and come out of a team to be a single star. And go for singles gold because well, I, mean, I honestly also. But think, when's the
1: last time that has gone successfully?
0: Roman, like I Roman, don't Roman Reigns, I'm not. I'm just, I, but I
1: mean, that's who they tried it with.
0: Yeah, it didn't go well. No. Um.
1: Like I don't think it's happened. I don't think I think that's old mentality, man. Because I think these guys are so much better now than they were then. It's because so much more of the focus now would be in the reality area era, right? So much more of the focus is on behind the scenes and in ring work. That's where it is. The character, right, on camera behind the scenes, and in ring work, I think is where more of it stands than gimmick. Alright? Like you're not gonna see uh an egg with a turkey in it anymore. You just see a dude in a cheeseburger costume. But in any case, so let's take, let's take, let's take the newest, who's the newest signing that was a big, big name? I don't want to use Adam Cole. You don't have to use. I would say AJ Styles because he's probably more well known, but Adam Cole for our listeners will work. Okay. Adam Cole shows up in ring work. Already better than most people on the WWE roster. Mm-hmm. He's still just Adam Cole. It's still Adam Cole, baby. Hasn't changed at all. So he's still just running with that. The only thing that really is to learn is the WWE style. And the WWE single style is different than the tag team style. If for no other reason, then there's one team that literally doesn't supposed to stare at the camera the whole time. Their back's to the camera, right? So the style itself, as far as enemy work, is going to be different, and that's the only thing he needs to learn. So would it be beneficial to put him in a tag team, have him not learn it that way, or just put him in singles matches, and he learns the things he needs to learn quickly? Well, child by fire. Do you like Jimmy Ball?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I think but I think I think the the difference is, you know, certainly like the level of experience experience and readiness. Because I think uh, they pull everyone that has experience readiness now. Yeah, but that's, that's so that's what I mean is like Bret Hart was not ready to be WWE champion when he came in, mm-hmm. but the tag team he was in allowed him to grow into that role. Shawn Michaels was not ready to be WWE champion. Ready when he in came all respect in. though. It, they weren't in their overall performances, like their ability to cut promos, their their charisma, their. Exactly. So Shawn Michaels, how how long was Shawn Michaels into the business when you're describing this time right now? Uh, from the time that he started in WWE until he won the championship was probably about nine or ten years. Right, but when's the point? So, and that's in the first time on won championship, you would say he was ready.
1: Yes. Okay. So nine years. Mm-hmm. Right, Adam Cole, AJ Styles, all them been other places for like a decade. And that's why record.
0: that's why those aren't the guys that I'm thinking of that belong in the tag team scene. The guys that I think of who belong in the tag team scene to allow them to grow uh, would be any homegrown talent. Velveteen mm-hmm. Dream. Um, no way. Yeah. Man, absolutely. No way. Absolutely. Killing him No, he's no a, way. He's a guy. He's already
1: a single star.
0: He is a star. Uh, the problem is he's got all the potential in the world to be the next Dolph Ziggler. By which I mean, unfortunately, that he's got the potential to be the guy that the fans see as only a single star for ten or eleven years. And in that time, they see him. He's not gonna. You nobody's gonna be. You know, your dominant force on top or at the top for ten or eleven years. So he's gonna get bounced up to the top. He's going to win championships where everybody's going to not take him seriously. He's going to lose them in a month. He's going to be pushed back down to the mid card. Well, the only people that I've ever – the difference between the
1: highest card, the high, the, the top card and the mid card, in my opinion, is strictly seriousness. There is no joke to your intensity and seriousness. Brock Lesnar is not going to come – I've seen a clip before. He's not going to come down to the ring with a with a – with a, what's that, what's the, a sombrero playing a guitar, a, uh, what's that, a banjo, joking and laughing. That's not what a man of preventer looks like to Vincent McMahon. So the only way to stay at the very, very top is to not have very much of a gimmick and just have strictly intensity. Goldberg, I don't think, has a gimmick. I don't think he has a gimmick.
0: In that sense, neither does Roman Reigns. He Roman doesn't. Reigns is the, is that. Intense. Randy Orton is what you talk about when you talk about, like, why a guy's a prototype. There's His character doesn't shift around that much. His look doesn't shift around that much. Because he has the it
1: factor. And that factor matters more than character. It matters more than gimmick. It matters more than in-ring ability. So if you have that, you can be a top-tier main eventer for a long time. And that's not teachable. So if you do not have that, what you're describing, sometimes getting a belt and never really being serious... Who in the world, all right, could go against Brock Lesnar other than Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, all right? As the champion, and everyone's not like Brock Lesnar to go in?
0: Um no way. Yeah.
1: Because he has the intensity. So the the perception that you can be a dominant champion for a long time is tied 100% to intensity and seriousness. Yeah. So if you don't have that, the best you're going to do is bounce to the top, sometimes get in the belt. Never really taking that serious because once Brock Lesnar shows up, it just doesn't seem like you're supposed to have it anymore. And that's the top you can get to. And Velveteen Dream, I like the gimmick, but that's where he is. That's yeah. the best it's gonna
0: be. I just I do believe that <clears throat> I do believe that there is room in the WWE uh for you know, you can have your guys that need to have their time because they've 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 already developed to that place where you're Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. You don't have to... You don't have to be seen in the eyes of the fan as somebody who grows into your role at the top. You're Shinsuke Nakamura. You you can do just fine as yourself. Yeah. Um, I think there's a place for Kyle O'Reilly and Robert, Robert Strong, you know, Bobby Fish. Yeah. I think there's a place for... Um, you know, quite a few guys who could could maybe be Intercontinental Champion as a single star in a few years, but they should be allowed time to get over with the crowd and also to change and evolve a little bit in front of the crowd. Let me ask you this. Back in the day,
1: did they have, like, I would want to see two single stars that are good friends and just team up for the sake of teaming up sometimes. Like, if I'm if I'm Intercontinental Champion, right, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre,
0: uh-huh.
1: and Drew McIntyre's been bodyguard forever, and he cuts a promo one day. Not because of promo. He comes to me in the background. He said, look, man, I know you're Intercontinental Champion. You know I've been loyal to you, and you know that I've had you back the whole time. All right? And I understand that you're really good. You're Intercontinental Champion. I want to win gold too, you know, so would you come team up with me? Um, I, I said I talked to, I talked to Kurt Engel, and he said if I can find a partner – for a tag team championship match, he'll give it to me. So will you team up for me and come join me out there? Like, and just have people that can work together, but aren't necessarily always considering. Like, I don't want, I don't want a tag team division full of Usos. Right. The Usos, if one of them gets hurt, the other one goes on the shelf. Yeah. If Breeze Angle's gone. Yeah. All right. Once Fandango got hurt, Tyler Breeze irrelevant. Mm-hmm. All right. Or it's just their outs. I don't want that.
0: So if you could have a tag team, I want
1: individuals that yeah. are good by themselves, but can choose to work together. Like like every time they do with Roman Reigns as
0: Yeah, but like, or you could have you could have like AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy could be a tag team, or Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura could be a tag team, just because like they work well together as a team. Exactly. And then, but it's like you know, but, but I'm still the world champion, and I'm still going to go have matches on my own. Exactly. And if and every so often when you need me, I'll come help you Yeah, because and you're if, my boy. Yeah, and, and and if you get hurt, it doesn't sideline me, or if I get hurt, it doesn't sideline you. Exactly.
1: That, I would be okay with that almost anywhere. You mm-hmm. know, because I think that makes the tag team a little fresher. I think it, it just – I would be okay with that. But, I mean, the best example, unfortunately, is Jason Jordan, Chad and Gable, is they just got so aligned as one unit that without both pieces – it really hurt the brand of the individuals. And I don't want a tag team full of that. I guess the Usos probably not one example,
0: actually. Yeah.
1: Of just They just cannot exist individually. It's right. hurt their career. Because I guarantee you, as individuals, they want to be the heavyweight champion.
0: I don't know that they do. Well, and you, think, they
1: might be an example of not actually...
0: I, I, I think, I th- And I think there's also a place for, like, you know, guys... I, I do believe that the one thing I would say about uh, the WWE as it exists right now with a combined roster that is so huge. I believe, contrary to what guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, I would think if you if you have the mentality of Stone Cold Steve Austin and you think you should only be in this business if you want to be the top guy, that's great because that means there's that. guys. But I think there is a place for people who are like, you know, maybe someday I could go down in the history books as having been the Intercontinental Champion for like two or three years. Yeah, that's
1: Zack Ryder.
0: Well, Zach Ryder was the Intercontinental Champion for like two or three minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking more Seven along days, single day. Yeah. the next day. I'm thinking more along the lines of of people who are you know like Mr. Mr. Perfect, you know Kurt Hennig. See, I who's just don't like, think who's like he's like a legend in the business as far as his in ring ability. His charisma, his personality, his work style. Yeah, but the problem is, but he, like, oh man, he know. would occasionally go after the world title, but not win it. But he could be the Intercontinental. It's the champion. Miz, you talking about the Miz? That's are you talking about. But the, there's the, a great place for the Miz in the business.
1: There is. You're right, and he'll accept that. But that's no way what he strives for. Look at Miz and
0: Morrison are kind of like the proof of my argument. That here's two guys now. Who are capable of working as single stars you know johnny impact johnny mundo john morrison all over the world Mm -hmm. headline shows for different promotions you Mm -hmm. know for multiple different organizations mlw impact uh you know uh um was it lucha or it's yeah all of
1: them yeah i mean i Uh, he's got worldwide reach right
0: right so he's you know several different organizations uh John Moore, John Hennigan is a, a big-time single star. You've got The Miz, who oh. has his own television show. Yes, he is like...
1: But even just money, man. Even the simplest one is the money. You make four times more being at the top than you do there.
0: Yeah, but not... I mean, like... But so if you're The Miz, and, and you're honest with yourself, and you live in a world where Brock Lesnar exists, like what you said is valid you're six feet tall 225 pounds you're you have a fairly generic kind of look mm-hmm. and not exactly the most defined physique yes you're in good shape and you're a good pro wrestler you're a good worker nothing spectacular no moonsaults off the top rope or no incredible submission technique what if you're kevin owens so he had no business going for the universal championship. He still did it. Well, and, and I would say I would say what Daniel. Kevin Owens did was he developed certain aspects of his character and his work style to fit what he wanted. So the viciousness that exactly. he incorporates in his character. But Miz Miz never really exuded that type of ruthless I feel, viciousness.
1: I never saw Ric Flair like you did, because uh-huh. I haven't watched him. But based on you tell me Ric Flair acted I feel like Miz could act like Ric Flair. No.
0: I feel like he could. No, no, no. no. He could cheat. What he lacks, what he lacks that Kevin Owens has, as you describe it, is Ric Flair has no compunctions at all about you're the biggest threat to my title. And in point of fact, I think you might actually be able to beat me. Now, I'm going to tell myself that, yeah, if we wrestle 10 times, you might beat me twice and you might take the title off me. I will get it back. Because if we wrestle ten times, I'll beat you eight of them. Uh, but what Ric Flair had was when he saw a guy as the number two, as your Magnum TA, as your Sting, mm-hmm. as your guy climbing up to the top. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair had no problem whatsoever saying, I will end your career to keep my spot. I will do whatever it takes. I am the You dirtiest, don't remember Mitch Dolph
1: Ziggler career? He said, literally the promo was, you keep getting these chances. So I'll give you one more. But if I win,
0: you're done yeah. forever. Yeah, there's a difference between your career is a stipulation in the match, and I'm going to end your career by ripping your leg off. That's the difference between Ric Flair. i with you there, works. but
1: isn't that just a character choice?
0: That's I feel like character Miz choice. Character, character choice more. is why Kevin Owens Agreed. has the viciousness because that's a character choice. But what I'm saying, the Miz, Miz
1: could do that.
0: I don't see. I don't see.
1: I, I don't just see don't the Miz.
0: See I don't see the Miz. Okay, I will say this. If The Miz had applied that level of viciousness and cruelty at some point in one of his heel runs, he'd be a better character today. He's
1: arguably one of the best characters on the roster right now.
0: And yet, I don't see him as somebody who can headline WrestleMania. And if he'd ever had that moment where it was Miz in a program with John Cena, and Miz said, John Cena is... Just that baby face, unstoppable worker. Mm -hmm. And I am the world champion, which back to WrestleMania 26, Mm -hmm. he was. And I can take out John Cena. Yeah. And I mean, take him out. I mean, break his back, break his legs, break physically. Do what I have to do to win. Get violent enough. Get violent enough on WWE programming to demonstrate that I will end this man's career he because He does to me. the
1: figure four, man. Like,
0: yeah, I just feel and like- the figure four is not enough because Ric Flair would do the figure four. The Ric Flair would do <clears> the <throat> figure four to you uh, after he and the other horsemen had hit you in the knee with a lead pipe until your leg was broken. Then he'd put the figure four on you.
1: I agree with what you're saying, but that's not – I believe Miz is very capable of doing that. The writers wrote that for Ric Flair. They're not writing that for the Miz, but I could very easily see the Miz doing exactly what you're talking about.
0: I, case, just, I think I think as a character choice, there are opportunities where he's he's had in in ring and out of the ring to show me a meaner, more aggressive streak when it's necessary that he never has. And I think, but I do still think.
1: I mean, I just don't know what you're talking about. Like I think is, when you man. look,
0: at, but I think no, he's not. He's he, he the Miz is nowhere near the level of a heel that Ric Flair could be.
1: This I just not watch
0: Ric Flair, Why well, I've seen Miz cheat almost every single match. And that in and of itself is not enough because heels cheat. So he needs to go find a team to whip someone's ass. No, no, he doesn't. But what he has to do is he has to be like the Miz. You don't remember the Miz, Miz, the a okay.
1: Miz thing and he was like
0: shoving his can head. You think, can you think of a match where the Miz has lost... And like just rolled out of the ring and been upset that he lost and went backstage. That the Miz lost. Yeah, Miz loses a match to somebody. We and lost to he just went back. He just yeah. went back. That's the difference. You just you lost the match, so now you're gonna walk through the curtain and go backstage and you're done. Because
1: Vince told him
0: to. Unacceptable for Ric Flair. He would have, he would have ended that man.
1: Yeah, but this is this is a different era now.
0: Well, that's that's what I'm saying. But I will say this. Like, I think as much as The Miz, like, didn't, you know, he did not ever get to that level of truly being among your top.
1: He is the top heel in WWE.
0: But he's not among the top five guys in WWE right now.
1: Uh, In whose eyes, though?
0: Well, because
1: if if you think a WrestleMania main event should be number one babysitter versus number one heel, if that's what it should be, then the Miz has been the main event.
0: Well, here's what I'll say when about why that is role. It, is he going is the Miz going to be in uh one of your final SummerSlam matches? No, a Hugely important thing, or is he gonna be one of the opening matches of SummerSlam or opening something? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that's what I'm saying. That's I mean this whole thing started with saying some people are okay with being in that spot. And what I'm saying is if to end up in that spot is to, to Google search top mid-carders all time and being number one on that list. That's what I feel like you're describing that some people are okay with.
0: I would And I'm
1: not okay. I don't think anyone's okay with that.
0: I think there are people who...
1: I think if that's the only choice they have, then they're going to run with it
0: well, and mean, they're going to play the character. I think you should understand. I mean, I think you should understand if you are... Uh, take, take, I'm sorry. I got to call town real quick. Yeah. Take Miz right now. Uh-huh. Take him out of
1: character. Right. Talk to Mike. Uh-huh. Say Mike. You're one of the best Aaron Connell championships all time. Okay? You can either keep that role or we're gonna put the heavyweight championship on you for a month, and we're gonna need you to make it the best you can be. Which one are you wanna go with? He's gonna choose, he would take a risk at at, at 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 staying where he's at. He would give up where he's at for it's a surefire fit him being intercontinental picture right now, no matter what, he would give that up for a chance to have the belt and have a memorable run with it.
0: Sure. but that I is mean, if, that's if Vince McMahon,
1: everyone would want to if be. If
0: Vince McMahon came through that door right now and mm-hmm. offered me a 10-year WWE contract or a six-month contract that involved a universal championship ring, then I can tell you which one I'm taking. Which one? Second. Exactly. But... That being said, I think if you make it to the WWE and you have you have at least some understanding of the fact there that there is a decision maker, there is yeah. a decision maker who's going to place people into ranks, correct? And that you know part of this is going to be based on things that you you know without sta- without steroids, you can't if change Vindable very Hall
1: much. Wasn't Brown? Uh huh. He would have and New Punjab, he would have never been WWE champion. Yeah. So those are nothing. I guess he learned from job. Well, when he was a kid, but that's nothing he did special. It just so happened. He fit what they needed. Right. I get that. There's a ranking system. I get that. And I also get doing the best of what you're given because you are at the end of the day employed by the number one wrestling company on the planet. So if you want to be there, you have to do what they tell you to do. Yeah. I mean, I think to lose sight of your goal and just say, this where I'm at, this where I plan on being, and I'm okay with that. That is not the same thing.
0: But I think I think I don't think Mr. Perfect ever went around as Intercontinental Champion for multiple years thinking he would never be WWE champion. He was the best with what he had. He was doing the best with what he had. And that's
1: fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But I don't I don't think for a second that's where they're Want to be, and they're not just okay with it. That's just what they have to do right now.
0: But I think I think being able to work your way into those better spots and being able to grow into those roles, like, is not
1: being complacent with just being here.
0: No, but but I mean, if you're if you're really genuinely complacent, mm-hmm. then then you know then the world is passing you by. That's the problem with complacency. Is when mm-hmm. you're complacent, other people want what you got. I agree. Um, so I do think that both for the, for the Miz and for Morrison being in their tag team for a couple of years, let Miz develop as a better in-ring worker. Mm-hmm. It les, let Morrison develop as a better talker. Mm-hmm. Miz was a great talker. Morrison was a great in-ring worker. So they learned complemented each, each other. And both of those guys have gone on to become big single stars as a result of being in that parent. I think, That type of thing, Vince McMahon doesn't understand or doesn't acknowledge how much, how beneficial that can be to helping to build people. If you want somebody to be ultimately... I
1: think you're overshooting how useful that is nowadays. I think you're horribly overshooting how useful it is. Because right now, if someone said to me, Corey, you could take a six-month singles run as jobbing out, to Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns or you can join a tag team that maybe is in the finals of a tag team championship one and my main goal is to be a single star then I'm taking the singles run man I'm taking the singles run
0: because you don't
1: need to get attached to somebody getting attached to someone just brings down your individual stock and the only way to be in the main event is to have the highest individual stock.
0: I just, I personally like. Maybe I'm short
1: sighted though. Yeah, maybe this, that's is, this is where like. I would
0: disagree. I would say I'd, I'd, I would rather maybe because you think I it's think
1: one step back, two steps forward.
0: I think, I think the situation of like jobbing out to Braun Strowman particularly and Brock Lesnar, like all I have there with those two guys particularly is the opportunity to get high profile hurt. By you know, by somebody being careless or something. Not going necessarily. Wrong. You
1: remember the Samoa Joe, uh, R Truth match a couple weeks ago? R Truth jobbed out with Samoa Joe. R Truth looked great.
0: Yeah, Samoa, Samoa Joe is right? a professional, and despite the fact that he 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 you know broke one guy's neck, um, for the most part, Samoa Joe pretty good at not hurting people. Well, I'm with you there, but I'm but not concerned about the getting hurt. I would be because if you want if you want to be well, that's Successful typically. in career longevity, uh, a run of getting killed by a guy who's still pretty green and a guy who's like—I mean, I agree, agree with right your work that, style—is
1: off the—that's off the side of what the crux of what we're talking about is. That well, so just, the other
0: thing is this: like you, so so if you have the choice of like being a tag team star, mm-hmm. knowing that at a certain point <clears throat> you can have your opportunity to separate yourself from that—it doesn't
1: happen anymore the new day if if what you're saying was real the new day and biggie would have been a single star a long time ago well that's
0: kofi would have
1: because that's just not how it works anymore man that's again this
0: is problems this is problems with how things are done well agreed, but you have to work
1: with what you got
0: but i think i think you're setting yourself up for more success in the future when well so I I would question if um, what is
1: a, let me ask you a question. Sorry, what is what is what is Big <clears throat> E learning right now with the new day that he doesn't already have that is going to be beneficial to him more as a single star?
0: Nothing. Well, they, I mean, I, I think I think the point there is that they've been together for years. Exactly. I mean,
1: like so they they've they've they got hot as a tag team so Vince wants to keep that going and eventually before you know it you cross the line that you you're so intertwined as a group it's not beneficial to break it up anymore there's too much stock in the group so you can't separate yourself i mean think about me 3MB was a decent group trash individuals i mean this just it just once you are not a trash individual anymore the the power of the group none of those guys could exist as a singularity in three M B, back when it was three M B.
0: Well, I mean, so the problem is we don't have any we don't have any recent modern examples of a tag team where one guy drops the other guy and goes on to be a great success because it's not viable anymore, man. It, it absolutely could be though, and, and and I think I think if you like, I just don't know how if you take if you think about like who is, I mean, so right now. That the spot that you're describing is the spot that, like, kind of Finn Balor or Baron Corbin or Kevin Owens have, which is you're going to lose to all these top guys consistently, but you're always going to be
1: in matches with them. And then let's assume, let's assume, let's assume that happens,
0: right? Let's say for Finn Balor, Baron Corbin is the best guy I can think of as an example of somebody who belongs in a tag team. To allow him to grow as a performer in green. a lot of ways. But Baron Corbin is a super odd man out from the typical WWE wrestler. Now. But he's also he's, he's also, green. Yes, which is what Bret Hart was when he came in, and what but Most Michaels, dudes aren't
1: like that anymore. A lot are. of them are. No,
0: very few of them. Very
1: few of them. I mean, let's take off off the off the cuff right now. Tell me the top five most newest members of the WWE main roster. Top five most recent additions.
0: Well, I guess they're all going to be NXT call-ups, and a lot of those are, are they're longtime indie veterans, you know. Or I
1: mean, even when we go to twenty, or
0: they're tag teams.
1: Who is the last? Who is the last person signed to WWE, right? That has zero wrestling indie independent wrestling background and is there. Strictly as a homegrown product to build into what they want. Alexa Bliss, probably.
0: Charlotte, Roman Reigns. I feel
1: like Charlotte, yeah, we'll we'll count Charlotte. Roman Reigns, though, has been with the company for almost 10 years.
0: I don't think it's quite that long, but. A long
1: time, dude. People are missing, like, the FCW stuff. He was in that. Is it OVW? No,
0: no, he was not in OVW. FCW. Yeah,
1: yeah. he was in that. Yeah. So, like, it's been a long time since WWE even (laughs) worried about homegrown talent. Because that's just not what it is. I mean, why spend the time and the money creating something when you can get the final product and just mold it a little bit? It's just more efficient. And it helps hurt the other company that you pulled them from. It's just a better business model. And that's where they're at. And I think the time you're describing was when it wasn't like that. And everybody's
0: homegrown. Well, not every, not everybody, because well, it was still during the era where those guys that Vince was pulling, he was grabbing from other territories. Well, I'm with you. But I'll say the percentage has flipped as far as 10-year vet on in
1: the indie scene to WWE com- compared to homegrown, to what it used to be as far as
0: homegrown versus... Yeah, Vince Vince did used to make stars exactly. in- in-house. Now we and- just pays them. Yeah, and, but I mean, I th- I do I still believe that you know I still believe that there's a lot of guys that you know uh, I agree Baron Corbin could though. I do yeah. agree Yeah, because I think if you if it, it's clear that that guy is a guy that Vince sees something, he's got aspirations for that guy down the road. I would put Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin together. I mean, I don't I, you know I'm I don't care who he's teamed with. Um, I would I would want to be careful to pick somebody who's uh, a better in-ring worker. Um, I mean, I, I it would be important that he has actually a longer veteran, somebody who's kind of maybe on the way out in, in their career as a single star. Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton would be a great pairing for him. Yeah, but that 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 but Randy Orton don't want to hit his brand like that. No,
1: because it is a selfish man's game. At the end of the day, these are yeah. independent contractors. Yeah. The the character Randy Orton is where the money is, not Randall. You know. So Randy Orton hurting his own character doesn't benefit him any.
0: Yeah. I mean, and but there's a story that could be told there where, you know, they win the tag team championships. And when they win the tag team championships, they do it all on the strength of Randy Orton. But then they defend them and they defend them for a long time. And at the end of their reign, now you have Baron Corbin saying we won these titles because of you, but we kept them because of, of me. And now I'm the thing that's holding us up you're the one, you're the weak link, you know, you're the one that would cost us the titles. Agreed. And maybe there's a, a match that proves that, and then you have Baron. But, but
1: the issue you have is that doesn't really elevate anyone afterwards.
0: Well, it does. If it, it, it does.
1: Because, because Randy, but you're imagining Randy Orton right now with his single <laughs> stars, with with his reaction as a single star, and with his pull and draw
0: as a single star,
1: you're thinking that doesn't get diluted once he's on
0: a team. It definitely will. But, so then,
1: once the guy beats a deluded Randy Orton, where do you well, no, actually know? Well, no, no,
0: because because as soon as you split them up, as soon as you have, uh, you know, Corbin does something that costs Randy Orton. Randy takes the pin, maybe, and then Corbin attacks him. Mm-hmm. But now you have a singles program, and now you now as soon as you divide them up, it's Baron Corbin versus. The legend killer, Randy Orton. The but you got to build that
1: guy back up. I don't
0: forward. think you. I don't think at this point in his career you have to. I think you just say like it's Randy Orton I and mean, he's going to tear you up. Yeah, I just don't think. I think I don't know. I mean, I see you are coming from and maybe,
1: but you know, I I don't know, man. I just I don't like Darren Corbin. I think it's the real issue there. So it's a bad example because I just can't talk reasonably about him because I don't like him. Yeah.
0: You know, Mojo
1: Rawley. I think probably oh man we know on this show for sure that i'm probably between us i'm much more liable to like obviously let my emotions get in the way of my judgment when we're talking about this and i just had the revelation that that being true i still couldn't see mojo raleigh at the top mm. that's deep ain't it it's sad and dark
0: well, and I mean, you know, you you did at least see uh, with Enzo and Cass the idea of like, let's let's put these guys together and see if one guy can teach the other guy how to talk a little bit, and one guy can, you know, maybe like maybe they can, uh, none of them learned to develop, maybe maybe they can work with tag teams that are better wrestlers and, and they'll improve a little bit in ring, mm-hmm. and then you had Vince McMahon see him come up to the main roster, see one guy seven feet tall. And he couldn't keep a tag team going to let these guys develop. He broke them up within like a couple of weeks. Because he thought it was
1: going to be, because he thought Big Cass was going to be a single star. And he doesn't think keeping them together
0: helps create a single star. When it could have dramatically helped both of them. Because you could have had, if you'd had ultimately an Enzo Amore who could be, and obviously this is discarding a lot of real life circumstances, but if you had an Enzo Amore who'd had a chance to work tag matches for even a year with teams like the revival and the bar but do you think when Enzo got... would
1: have actually got better
0: yes i do see believe...
1: i see th- i think that's the part right i think we just figured it out i think enzo Amore's ceiling was
0: already known and established and there's not enough learning or veteran leadership how can it how can it? a guy have a ceiling if if the idea is that everybody starting out should think Someday I want to be at the top, because just because
1: you think that don't mean you're actually going to be there. You should still want to. I mean, you give it it all, and it wasn't good enough. That that's life. That happens.
0: Yeah, but, I, but I, I, the I part is giving it a draw. I don't think for a second that he would not improve. I mean, who's
1: the the ascension? Should the ascension? They have there is zero. There is zero reason for any of them to think they will be a singles star one day.
0: Well, that one is it. I think it's. I think it's Connor Connor is the big dude. He's got a chance. But again, it's like... Luke Gallows. Yeah, well, I mean, Luke Gallows has been in wrestling for like 15 years.
1: Yeah, I'm just with you that like, it's just... Whether or not it's realistic should not have anything to do with your effort to achieve it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I I also...
1: It's not realistic for me to be president next election. But if I decided I wanted to do it, none of what, none of me pushing to accomplish that should take into account the fact that it's obviously unrealistic. Or it just hurts the overall idea.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the
1: same idea right there. Is you should try. You're probably going to fail.
0: Yeah. But you should try. Absolutely. And I think, I think with, with tag team wrestling in WWE, uh, you know, they should try. I and think tag team wrestling is better in other places. It, well, I mean, it's definitely because better. Because in-ring work them.
1: is what I think you gonna prove from learning and getting your well, weaknesses. Well, there's experience.
0: no denying that, like, Mustache Mountain and uh, Undisputed Era are having some of the best tag team matches around in WWE right now. They've yeah. had three unbelievable matches just within, like, the last month. Yeah.
1: But they didn't learn that from each other. They already knew how to do it.
0: Well, I mean I think I think Tyler Bate is learning a lot, and I think Kyle O'Reilly is probably learning a lot too. I mean I think these guys are very good. Certainly. Yeah, I, I
1: mean I agree. I mean I, I don't wanna totally discount what you're saying. I really do think there is a place to grow in that role. I just don't think it's it's I think what you gain in skill and experience, you lose in character equity. And I think the character equity is where the money is.
0: I think, and that's that's the thing I think. I think, number one, you you should consider how well you are branding your tag teams. Because I think treating them as a unit. You to, don't want to do it too well, though, because then you end up like the new day. And it's hard to split you up. I think of the teams that have the strongest co-team branding. Who's um, mm-hmm. sure. Well, I'm thinking historically. Still probably. Well, well...
1: I mean, I guess I just have a small sample size,
0: but... Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of teams like... Okay, so the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. Now, there was a team that Hawk and Animal, like, they, they were, as you say, permanently tied to each other. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those guys ever had anything as an individual. And that it, sucks. Does it? They were one yes. of the most successful tag teams in history... And the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, probably sold more merchandise than anybody except John Cena. Yeah, it, but that, but you, you just, uh, you just, you—that's complacency, man. It's not; they weren't the top. They were at
1: the top. I mean, I don't want to sound too disrespectful here. All right, they were the smartest kid in the special ed class. That's what they were.
0: I, I, I they were the smartest
1: kid in the special ed class.
0: I don't think that that's... And some
1: people would rather take that. But me, I'd rather go to the Harvard advanced level class and win there.
0: Well, I think... And if you know you couldn't
1: do that, then you take what they have.
0: I think you've got the Rock and Roll Express that are still teaming to this day, Day. beating guys like Filthy Tom Lawler and Brian Alvarez.
1: I don't know their names individually.
0: Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. I think most people don't know their name individually. Uh, Most people on the planet? Yeah, you're right. Which... Does not
1: help them individually
0: at that point. No, but at the so same what time, if, what
1: if your buddy leaves you? What if he gets mad at you and he said, "I don't work with you no more"?
0: Your career's done. Well, in- you think of
1: these bands that split up.
0: Yeah, but but I'm thinking of so I'm thinking of you know you have Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard as the Brain Buster slash the Horsemen, mm-hmm. one of the best tag teams, Um, and also a support group for for Flair. Um, You've got the British Bulldogs. Um, when Brian Pillman, Dynam- isn't it? No. No, oh. it was Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith. Now, when Dynamite... Was Dynamite Kid actually? No, that's the one, two, three kid I'm talking about. Who's he actually? Which one, one, two, three kid. That's Sean Waltman, also known as X-Pac. There you six. go. Okay,
1: yeah. That, that's just the guy that, like, who he actually ended up being was much bigger than a name a lot of people still know.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: same. I know who X-Pac is. I don't know
0: who one, two, three kid is, but same they're the guy. same person. Yep. Sean Waltman.
1: Are there any other examples of that? I don't want to go sideways. Oh yeah. Like who else?
0: Have you ever heard of Conan? That's the Ascension. No, 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 That's Connor and Victor.
1: Oh, okay. No, I never heard of Conan.
0: Okay. Conan is, uh, Conan's big in, in Lucha. Um, he's, he. I mean, to... in the same company though. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, there's obviously examples. I mean, uh. Owen Hart was the blue blazer for I never heard of
1: the blue blazer. Yeah.
0: Um I mean there's for sure. There's people who have had like one gimmick and and I guess
1: you could say the the, the dentist is Kane.
0: Right, Isaac Yankum, DDS. There you go. And and you know him much better as, as <laughs> the devil's favorite demon. Well I actually know him much better as mayor of Knox County. Yeah. You would would you actually like if I if I said if I called you up and I was like, what's that dude that's you know plays the Undertaker's brother and blah 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 blah. I, was would, like, you I would, with, yank him. would you what would you come up with first? Glenn Jacobs or Kane? Kane. Okay. So he's <laughs> actually more famous than Kane.
1: <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. See, that's see. I just see I guess there's great examples. I just think the character equity is where it's at. And I think you forfeit a lot of it in tag team.
0: I think the proof is that that you, you used to have tag teams that had much more equity in the team value. Where you had the rockers the heart foundation the british bulldogs the rock and roll express the midnight express the road warriors you had tag teams that like they were uh like lucha house party is a great example today Mm -hmm. of something that could be a really beneficial unit the new day in a sense is a good example of it it's like they're really good at having their group identity and having merchandising that exists based on that yeah but you had examples like the rock and roll express and the and the um road warriors that never split up and stayed a tag team forever and were just successful as a tag team and you had instances like the rockers and the heart foundation where they went their separate ways and one guy became a single star and uh i think you know playing up to that i think you could have you could you could acknowledge that first and foremost the Bar, The Revival, The Bludgeon Brothers, uh, these are terrible. I mean, the the they're branded horrible. The, do you, like, does anybody out there want to buy a Revival shirt? Well, actually, out of all the three, no, you said that's the only one that I thought was cool.
1: No fun, no flip, no flip, fist. fist. That's actually a pretty cool shirt. The shirt's pretty cool. I haven't bought okay. one. I guess that's the best example. I think it's cool I haven't bought one.
0: Sure, because so. nobody's like, you know who's awesome is Gallows and Anderson. You know, I mean like nobody's like Dash Daw- Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. And
1: I mean that's exactly that's so what I'm
0: saying. That's the that's what's lacking in tag teams to me. It's not that they don't have a great place, but I think when you have your veteran teams, you need first of all, you need to do a whole lot better with the tag team character, the tag team identity and equity. I
1: there agree. needs
0: to be a lot more there. And those teams, the revival, the good brothers, the bar. Uh, Ascension those teams can have their place competing for the tag titles while also helping guys who are still developing wrestlers become better at the tools that will help them become your next big single star
1: help them learn how to work,
0: help them learn how to talk well
1: I'm with you there as far as learning and that's great but the, the biggest issue with that I think is when you want to build up a team like that it always ends up with a breakup of course there's always a match Someone not always,
0: to, not always. I mean, the Hart Foundation. Ninety
1: percent of the time, man. Okay, and someone has to lose. Whoever lost, just lost the equity from the team, and they lost equity in their character. And they are
0: in trouble. There's ways that it can be done. Like you could have, you could have one guy uh, from a tag team go for the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, I gotta call time out because the best example is Johnny Gargano. Right, As far as it being done well. They're still both horribly But see, they split up
1: because they're still playing off each other.
0: And they also split up to go single first. Like, they didn't... Like, what you could have had in the situation of DIY to avoid having to have the heel turn and that we're going to split up and fight each other. You could have had, you know, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. And you could have had, at the end of the match where they lose the second time to the revival Mm -hmm. and instead of Tommaso Ciampa attacking Gargano and saying this was supposed to be my moment you could have had Tommaso Ciampa just be disappointed and say to Gargano this was supposed to be our moment this was I was supposed to feel good and leave with a championship and I can't this has happened what you're describing has happened Johnny I'm like like we're going our separate ways no we're not going our separate ways But there's – William Regal just put out a new belt. He's opening this match for this North American championship, and I have to go for it. And Tommaso Ciampa, maybe he wins that belt. Mm -hmm. And now it's a situation of like, well, we were a tag team, and we couldn't get the job done as a tag team. We couldn't win the tag titles. So I went off on my own to try for this North American championship. I won it. I mean, like, we're not a team anymore. Exactly. If you want to win the tag team titles, go find another partner. Exactly. And, maybe, and I'm maybe, okay with that. Maybe Gargano finds another partner and then wins the tag team titles. And now, if you ever want to do a program between these two guys, you can say, well, you were the dead weight because I won the... I agree, Hunter. You know, I then, agree
1: with that Could work. I, I mean, I think that's a good idea.
0: And I think, let me ask you this question just before we move on from this subject. Let me ask. You. Mm-hmm. Would you rather see Baron Corbin spend the next two or three years working with the Good Brothers, the Revival, the Ascension, the Bar, uh, the New Day. and I'd a, rather
1: see him on Instagram
0: training in the training center
1: and not see him on TV. Okay, but, but if, if he's if I got had to had work matches, okay. would you
0: rather see him working programs with, uh, you know, some veteran tag teams and, and maybe somebody who's a little bit better on the mic and see him get better – you know both as a talker and a wrestler over the next 2 or 3 years or would you rather be in a position 4 years from now where the dude's just been on Monday Night Raw every, every week for the last 4 years and this week he wins the title
1: if i had if i had to operate under the assumption cuz this is where we're different if i had to operate under the assumption that him being in those tag team matches would, would it help him grow that it helped him grow then i would choose that but that's where we're different. So under your circumstance, I'm saying I would choose it. But the difference fundamentally is I don't think it necessarily makes
0: him better. That's where we're at. Okay. Well, I think I think that there's a lot of guys out there that some of them do, like you said, have a ceiling. And even if they do the best with what they got, they're never going to get above a certain point. But I think – Mojo. Continuing to try to do your best, maybe you have a Mr. Perfect style career and you're remembered as a legendary wrestler, champion, just never the top guy.
1: I mean, but John Cena said it best. I guess he ended up at the top, but John Cena said, no matter where I'm at, no matter what, my goal is to put on a performance that steals
0: the show. Right. I mean, and
1: that mentality is what keeps you on top of any of the levels we're describing.
0: Yeah. Makes, yeah. You, makes you Daniel Bryan.
1: Exactly. And eventually, maybe it comes the path that you make it there. Maybe you don't. But without that mentality, you end up floundering one way or another. Not floundering, but spawning.
0: Yeah. You are you're you're Heath Slater. Correct. Right. But he's got kids. And he's got a tag partner. And he needs this job. And those are (laughs) hella
1: motivators. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But uh, where can people find us? Oh, uh, well, of course, we're uh, at... uh on Twitter at CTTM podcast, like close to the mark CTTM podcast. Um, also facebook.com slash CTTM podcast. Awesome. Um, as always, you can communicate directly with us, uh, via electronic mail at close to the mark podcast at gmail.com snail mail close to the mark
1: at gmail.com. It'll come to our house.
0: Yeah. I wonder if that actually works. Um, uh, like a, Print out your emails and get them sent to you as actual letter service. Yeah, we you know we could do that for old people. That would be like you could send your grandma an email, but then it would come to her as a letter.
1: Yeah, like it gets routed to us.
0: Uh huh. We print it. Yep, and, and then we put it an envelope it. and we write out her name on the outside of the envelope, yeah. so it's just like a regular letter. Yeah, I think we could make money.
1: I think so too. Just because it sounds ridiculous, people this. are lazy.
0: Yeah, well, I think also like grandma is going to read a letter that comes to her nursing home. But you're not ever going to send that letter because you don't send letters. And yeah. she's not ever going to read an email, which is the only way you communicate. We are bridging a generation gap. I think we should delete this segment because this is actually a really good idea and somebody's going to steal it. And, like, this is an actual money-making concept right here. Well, like, right from here. the
1: idea you've seen that move to Social Network, uh-huh. I feel like if this is out and then, like, three weeks, like, what we're talking about starts existing, I think
0: two true Yeah, but I think we're the Winkle bosses then, and I don't think it worked out too quickly. Well, do, do they have a lot of money now? I mean, maybe not Mark Zuckerberg money, but do they got – I
1: mean, I think they came out ahead. All right. I mean, do what you got to do. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, yeah, so after this, we're going to SummerSlam preview. Well, we'll catch up on uh, the whole week in, in sports entertainment, everything going on this week, and uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, go. We'll, we'll get right to it. We'll see you shortly, guys. Back in a second. Don't set. go
1: anywhere.